0: The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Lots of gold medals today in artistic gymnastics, athletics, badminton, boxing, freestyle BMX, diving, fencing, golf, sailing, swimming, tennis, and weightlifting. And honesty, that's our word for today. We have two incredible stories from Team USA for you. I can guarantee that their tenacity and authenticity is just going to blow you away. Usain Bolt picked him out from the 100 meter crowd as one to watch. And we will hear from sprint sensation Trayvon Brumel about how finding his higher purpose has meant the form of his life. But first, Katherine Nye is in the running for the 76 kilo category today in weightlifting. After switching from gymnastics, Nye has found so much success in weightlifting. It's seriously impressive. She became the US's youngest ever world champion in 2019. But around that time, she announced on Instagram that she was diagnosed with bipolar two disorder and mild ADHD. It's a condition that she's managing and she says is improving. Her honesty in this interview that we did about the subject is essential listening. Olympic Channel podcast. Do you have some misgivings about sharing and being so open about things at, at first. Um, I
1: made the decision to share pretty early on in that whole situation. Um, just because I like to share my life. Um, I just do. I feel like. Um, Talking about what I'm going through to others helps me kind of just process things and keep them out in the open so I don't battle all those things up. Um, As well as I wanted to be a platform to, you know, spread awareness because I didn't even know a lot about bipolar disorder and I had it. Um, So uh, spreading awareness and hopefully helping other people that might be feeling the same way feel less alone. Um, so actually, I kind of didn't. Um, I just thought it was the right thing to do. Um, I was definitely nervous about the way people might react. And there was definitely some not so kind reactions. But they were far outweighed by, you know, supportive people and people that felt seen and heard by my story. So it was definitely worth it, even with the, the small amount of pushback I got. Sorry, the cat is just...
0: It's a welcome it's a welcome distraction. I also can see in your face sometimes where it's like, well, the
1: cat (laughs)
0: is doing like a cat thing. Doing her
1: life. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um (laughs) but I think um even though it's been easier to talk with people about these mental health issues, which I think is wonderful um i think you hit the nail on the head when it's like we've just scratched the surface by openly talking about kind of anxiety issues and depression and yet there's this whole there's this that's not the end of of things right and i think that that was such a a big like an, an, an relevant point to make basically so i don't know could you expand on that and and sort of why why you feel so strongly about that
1: Sure. Um, I think mental health is getting a lot of warranted attention, which is great, Um, but I do think it often stops at the popular um, mental health issues. Um, A lot of people fight depression, anxiety, ADHD. um, And these things definitely need to be talked about. There is nothing wrong with that. But I feel like the conversation often stops there. Um, and a lot of people don't even understand something as simple as like OCD, for example, you know, like a lot of people just think it's people that like to be neat or borderline personality disorder is like used as almost an insult against people that, you know, might not have the most uh, desirable personality traits, but that's not how it works. Like these things are very complicated and you don't know who, has these things and you might not even know it because they cope with it and they put a mask on and they you know present themselves as functioning healthy mentally healthy people um and it's just very important to me um, as a bipolar person to not only talk about depression anxiety all that kind of thing, all those kind of things, but also things that maybe don't affect as many people. Um, And it's not just bipolar disorder. That's important to me because obviously it affects me and I understand it a little bit more, but I see it in plenty of others. Um, And like when I think about bipolar disorder, I mentioned borderline and there's others, um, uh, dissociative personality disorder. Um, These things are not as common and people have these ideas that are often, construed by society or even media is very um, guilty of this. Like in Hollywood, I see a lot of movies that portray people in certain ways that can be really harmful to an entire community of people that suffer with that mental health issue. Um, i have just seen it time and time again, and I just think it can be really harmful to have these conversations um, that don't stem around real life uh, experiences and not just one person that's a celebrity or a movie or a fictional story um, because that can be really harmful and it can make people out to be something they're not. And um, yeah, so just raising awareness and making it very much human um, is very important to me. And, you know, just destigmatizing all these things is very important. And especially with people that are struggling, you know, like I feel like we should lift them up and not just judge them, you know? So, yeah okay last question
0: so to finish off if you pick a number between 1 and 35 i will um provide you with our like random question (laughs) give me a number let's
1: do 22
0: my age oh 22 is a nice one i don't think we've had this one yet what is your most treasured possession
1: my dogs (laughs) I think I think that counts as a possession uh I have two German shepherds and um they're my life they're my little they're not technically emotional support or service animals but like they are (laughs) They're, they're great so um I don't know they they cheer me up on my best days and or on my worst days and then I'm they're there to be cute and fun on my best days. So, like, I don't know. They're just the best.
0: Anyway. Life's been amazing. All right. Have a good day. Olympic Channel Podcast. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to that whole Catherine Night chat that we did. The link is in the show notes. Loved speaking to her. She's in action, like I said, in the women's 76 kilo category. Now, everyone told Trayvon Bromel to give up. He nearly walked away from sprinting altogether in 2018. He's had many, many injuries. Doctors told him to stop, he didn't. He grew up and he says that no one was watching. He and his mother didn't know whether they were gonna have a house over their heads from one day to the next. After all those struggles and awakening and a newfound faith in Christianity, to entering the Olympic Games as the man to watch for the 100 meter title. And I started off our chat by asking him about what inspires him. Olympic Channel Podcast.
2: I like Eric, the, the hip hop preacher. Like, I listen to a lot of his podcasts, like, since I was, I wanna say, like, in the 10th, 11th grade. I've been listening to his stuff. So I've been, like, I've been listening to him a lot. Like he kinda he kind of uh put it in perspective of like what I represent as a person on the track. Cause like he like I ended up speaking to him one time, or uh, we had ended up uh FaceTiming, and I was telling him, I said, Would you believe that when you came to my school in 2013 that you were speaking to a future Olympian? Like and he was like blown away because I was like, dude, what you said changed pretty much almost my whole world and what I believed in. So, like, that's what I represent when I step on the track. I'm like, because the same effect that he had on me, I could have on a person. And I tell people all the time, like, if I can change or help one person, then I can help millions. All I got to do is just help the perspective or the mind of one individual. That tongue can speak to somebody else and speak to somebody else, speak to somebody else. Then I'm doing what I've been supposed to do on this earth. Like, that's that's how I feel about it. Like, people think, oh, like, oh, you want to go win gold? You want to go run? I'm like, man, that's that's the I think that's the blessing of the purpose that I'm here for like that's just the luxuries you know like yeah of course everybody wants to win everybody wants to be Olympic champion yes but what I represent and what's going to be left and cemented through my own story and my faith is going to be powerful than a gold medal what did he say that changed your life oh uh, he, he just talked about his life you know he spoke on what he's been through and his faith and how things change for him. Uh, and sometimes humans want to feel that someone out there knows how they feel. And that's how I felt, you know, not even just me, but even my brother and many others in our neighborhood, we always felt that no one understood, like no one understood what it feels like to be in a position of poverty and not knowing if you're going to be evicted out of your house the next day or a bill will get paid or, you know, Think police brutality, think like people, like a lot of people don't know. So for me, it was like, dang, this is another individual who know how I feel. And he made it like so it gave me some hope. Like I tell a lot of people where I'm from, we don't have superheroes like we don't. So it's like, who do we look up to, you know, at the time? So to see that we like, okay, this man, he was homeless. He slept in a car like he didn't have money. And now he's one of the top paid motivational speakers in the world. He showed us that it can be a new reality and a new narrative to your life. So that's what I represent. To show many people around the world what you're in right now does not have to be what you live in forever. So that's, yeah, that's that's what he did, man. He spoke, He spoke his truth, you know, and I feel like that's the thing that I gravitate towards because it's easy for many of us to put on a mask. Like, and that's what I don't gravitate to. I can spot what's real and what's not. So that's what like, when people see me, they like, you know, like, oh man, like, he, he yeah, I'm different. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not going to put on a mask to the world. Like, I, I'm authentic. Like, whatever you ask me, I'm going to give you the, the truth. You know, and, and whatever you see is what you see. And that's what I represent.
0: I think it's so brave to be, like, super vulnerable in that way. And so, like straight down the barrel it's like it's tiring sometimes right you know it's it, you know? It, it's
2: it, it all depends it all depends on you like i tell people all the time i don't i don't never get tired of being me i never get tired of you know keeping it keeping it real with people like that's i don't see how you could i feel like it's more tiring to fake who you are you know or to live by a narrative that is not yours like it's like it's funny to me like even when I see people out in the world or even like it may be people in the track world and I'm like that's not you you putting so much effort to be something that you are not when the world will love you just for who you are like I can't do that like I can only be me I can only be me so this is what I'm trying to teach kids that it's okay to be you like you don't have to be nobody else. You don't have to be like, when people are like, oh, you want to be the next Boat? No, I want to be the next Trayvon male. because what Boat has left is what Boat purpose was. What Trayvon purpose is, is what he is going to leave a seaman to the world. I can only be me. I will never try to live in the shoes of someone else.
0: Olympic, Olympic Channel podcast.
2: The men's hundred meter final is today.
0: So exciting. Cannot wait. All right, that's it for now. Stay safe, strung it together, and we'll see you tomorrow.
2: Think like an Olympian. Olympian.